Welcome to the Creating Salon Success Podcast, where you will find educational and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream salon. And here's your beauty salon, systemization expert, spa owner, and entrepreneur, Louisa Ashforth. from LA Training Academy Creating Salon Success. I'm here today with Lydia Luce and she's going to talk to us about her journey and how she's got where she is today. So hi Lydia. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited. Um, oh, for having me. Oh no problem at all. Um, so if you want to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and um, what you're doing. Okay so my name is Lydia Lucy and I am a singer-songwriter um, kind of influencer on social media. Um, I don't really like saying that, but yeah, kind of. Um, and yeah, I perform all over the world um, in different places, performing to different people, singing my own material and singing cover songs. Fantastic. I think you can definitely say you are an influencer. I think people are very influenced by what you... I don't feel like I'm <laughs> like on my social media, I've got it on my bio, but I feel like... I mean, what is actually an influence? You know, we're all kind of influencers, aren't we? Yeah, you know, that's true. Right, because even if you're not on social media, you still influence your children if you've got children. Yeah. You still, you know, all different things. Absolutely. So I don't really feel that I can say <laughs> I am an influencer, do you know what I mean? Well, I think other people would say you are. So, yeah, you are. We're always influencing, aren't we? But you're a good influencer. That's all that matters. And that's what, um, that's what we want, isn't it? Good, good role models. So, um, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, obviously, we met um, uh, probably like over skincare, really, didn't we? Um, yeah. But obviously, I saw you on a, a TV show, uh, probably where I don't know if like things started for you before that. I think you, like, from what I've seen, you've always been singing from a very, very young age. So, you've yeah. always been into um, acting and singing. Yeah, no, I've always been singing um, from a very young age. I watched my two brothers sort of in the performing industry. Right. And they're older than me, so I sort of grew up with it. Um, and my mum, uh, before she had me, used to be in the industry as well. So okay. I sort of grew up around it. And I was always a very, very shy child. And um, I wouldn't even have my picture taken. Wow. So, um, one day, sort of, my mum said to me, oh, something or other about singing. And I went, oh, mummy, I want to do that. She said, <laughs> you can't even have your picture taken. You, know? <laughs> you, can't, you can't go on a stage and sing. And um, I remember going on this stage and singing and I was petrified. I just stood there. And, I just, oh. I just, and my mum always shows me the video and says, look, that, that's you. <laughs> that was your first ever performance. And it is terrible. Um, but I was really passionate about it from a young age. Um, obviously, must have had a bit of a creative streak in me. Yeah. And um, I said, you know, if you want to do this, you've got to practice, practice. And so I went on to practice and, um, and yeah, and then it sort of, it all stemmed from there, really. But um, I've always been sort of singing and acting and dancing for my whole life. Um, then I went on um, a TV show um, where I sort of was just singing cover songs. I kind of had a little bit of an idea of who I was, but I was very young. I wasn't very mature. And um, I just sort of, did whatever I wanted to do which I am proud of um but I feel that on my journey I then sort of found out oh I love doing that and I love doing that and I think it's the same with anything as you become older you think actually yeah I don't really like doing that I prefer to do that so it's the same with anything so yeah so that's where it all started really oh it sounds exciting you should do like a that video and then you I don't know in the final of the voice kind of thing like <laughs> worlds <Yeah>. apart <laughs> pretty sure the whole world would love to see that <laughs> I think they would <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh, it would be very good, I think. Uh, the comparison. Um, I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. You'll get a lot of views, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, I just mentioned um, the voice. So, um, I know you said you wasn't very mature, and then you've sort of, like, gone on and practised and practised. So, um, would you say... I, I did read that you said that you were just a singer then, um, and then you became sort of more of an artist. So, how would you say that you've sort of, like, mastered your craft, like, created yourself to be an artist? I think it's all about experience, to be honest with you. So, I think... Um, and, and also learning from other people and, and finding out who you actually are, you know, because when you're a teenager, you sort of you think you know who you are and you think yeah. else, but at the same time you sort of you are still quite immature and you just you want to be something that you probably don't want to be do you know what I mean yeah um, so I think through sort of doing the, the previous tv show to the voice um I then I sort of worked with a lot of different people a lot of different producers um and I started getting into songwriting which I didn't do before okay um and then I started doing a bit of rap as well um and I just sort of started finding out things that I really enjoyed singing and, and what I enjoyed performing to crowds as well um and that's how and then I, I also sort of developed artists that I really liked and stuff like that um and you take influences from them as well so you know people that you like you take different bits from um and then yeah and then I think you just grow as an artist, you just grow as you get older. I'm still growing now, you know, I'm still developing. I think we're always developing as people, as humans anyway, but um, as an artist, I am still developing. Um, I know my sound, I know who I am as an artist, but I'm still developing different things because as you know, you know, radio and music, the sound, the current sound changes all the time. So yeah. it's, it's always developing and changing and the music industry is always bettering itself anyway and you know even though I know what I want to do now um it's always developing further and further so yeah I think I think that's the same like in the beauty industry as well where the, it's always developing it's such a fast moving industry a bit like the music industry it's so fast paced you've yeah. got to keep up with it and you've got to keep mastering your craft because there's always new um, ingredients to be added and new you know products to be added to your line and everything else yeah. and I suppose that actually it, it is kind of very similar you know and, and obviously being you know self-employed as, as a beauty <laughs> industry yourself I think that it is very similar and, and you know at this current time during COVID-19 yeah we are all in the same sort of boat because they're saying you know Boris's speech was a bit confusing because we can go back to work if you if you can go but if you can't work from home but we can't work from home and we can't go back to work, <laughs> work from home we can't go back to work but I can't go I mean, back to work yeah <laughs> I'm going to go back to the voice a little bit, but just talking about lockdown now, um, obviously you've been doing some Instagram lives and stuff like that, and that seems to have gone down really, really well. Have you enjoyed that? Yeah, do you know what? It's kind of like getting back into the routine of things. So I, I obviously did have a few weeks where I just, I was a bit lost and I didn't really know what I was doing. I don't think you're on your own there. I think everybody's been like, oh, what's happening? Yeah, you know, you have down days and we had some great weather. So I was thinking, oh, this is great. You know, I'm just sitting outside in my garden because I'm lucky enough to have a garden. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I was just thinking whatever. But then I, I suddenly thought, you know what? I've got to, I've got to do something because otherwise I'm going to lose um, people that want to follow me for my singing and stuff like that. So um, I decided to go live um, six nights a week. 
Wow, um, <laughs> that's like a job in itself. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of more like a routine for me. Yeah. So it's sort of every night at seven that I know at like six o'clock I've got to prepare my song for what I'm doing. Yeah. I've got to get my setup all done and then I've got to go and do it. And um, it's only for like sort of 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I do sort of three or four, maybe five songs sometimes. But people are sort of now thinking, oh, do you know what, that's something you know there's a lot so much tv and there's only so much you can watch of it and it's just it gets very boring and i think people are sort of missing the the whole not that i perform in pubs but going down to their local pub and you know socializing with their friends and maybe hearing some live music so i think that people are actually thinking oh i'm going to log on to there and actually watch that because it's better than watching something on the TV that we've seen all the time. I mean, it's always doom and gloom on the news. So it's oh, very... I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch it because I just it just gets to me. I get quite down, so it gets to me quite quickly. Um, being creative, you know, things sort of play on my mind and I think of all these different scenarios. Yeah. That really get... So I don't really watch it. But, yeah, it's, it's been really nice and I've really enjoyed sort of performing to different people, you know, whether there's been five people on there or whether there's been... 500 people on there to me it doesn't matter it's just still some sort of routine and I've just been enjoying performing for different people that maybe might not normally get to see me perform I think that's really important and I think like you said people are enjoying seeing people live and they can sort of like I know they can't really interact you're singing but they're interacting with somebody um, live they're getting to listen to music and you're probably appealing to um, more audiences you know like different audiences as well when people are just sort of we're just surfing the net like like these days aren't we so um, yeah. people are coming across things that they wouldn't normally see and I think it's a really good way and you've got to be adaptful haven't you to keep going and keep you know the momentum and it's so easy for people just to stop and think oh I'm not going to do anything then but yeah you've got to keep moving you have got to keep moving and uh, you know sometimes I have said you know I've rang my mum and said mum I don't feel motivated today I can't do the live and she said you've got to do it because if you don't do it you'll get out of the routine of it and then you won't do it you know and however long this is going to go on for yeah. um, you know unfortunately for for us um it's going to go on for longer because yeah. you know we are in such close proximity of people it's really difficult and you know it's just it's going to be super hard but I think we've all got to try and remain positive and obviously by doing different things like this and different things like doing the live and things like that keeping interactive with people um I just think it's really important I agree I'm trying really hard to keep in touch with my clients keep in touch with you know keep everything going keep the momentum and uh, not that people can forget me but make sure they don't forget me you know <laughs> definitely definitely, so, um, oh just going back to your mum she is such a supporter of you isn't she she is so good and I know I've met her a couple of times and she is just oh she's just brilliant isn't she she's so good she's so good and like I think I just think um, I'm just really lucky to have really supportive parents. So, like, you know, my mum and dad from a very young age have always supported me. And, um, you know, if I needed to go to Wales when I was 10 to do a singing competition, they would drive me to Wales. Wow. And, um, you know, they've always been really dedicated to it. So I'm really lucky to have such supportive parents. And they love it as well. So yeah. they obviously they enjoy watching me perform and... Um, and I love performing and having them there. So yeah. for me, I'm just, I just feel really 
blessed really that I've got my mum and dad that are so supportive and yeah my mum is my, my number one supporter and, um, and also my gran who came oh yeah the, of course because she uh, yeah. came on the yeah. voice didn't she meet Will I Am as well on yeah. the voice oh <laughs> yeah I saw that it was so cute bless her yeah we had afternoon tea with uh, <laughs> Will I Am and my mum was like what about me and they, they wasn't they wanted my gran on there bless um, because Will's such a like a family person, so yeah. he wanted to meet my gran. So um, he met all my family, but um, he had afternoon tea with her, which sort of made her day. I right? bet made her year. I think. Oh, I bet he loved it as well, though. Yeah, he did. <laughs> She's a light character, isn't she? He was, he was really um, close with his gran, so meeting my gran and she's such a big character. Yeah. Was a bit of an experience for him. <laughs> <laughs> Bless. Oh, um, so obviously you, just going back to Will I Am, you, um, obviously you were mentored by him on The Voice and um, tell us about that experience as well, just being mentored by him, because I bet that was incredible. Yeah, so through The Voice, um, obviously the first few rounds, um, he's not so much involved because he's he's sort of in the background of it, if you know what I mean, yeah. because you have to pick your own song and, and then you're you're trying to win him over, really. But then um, when it gets to the live shows, he has a really big input on your the performances and everything else and all the creative of the, the stage and everything. So that was really interesting because I didn't really know what to expect from him um, because he is so creative and so out there, I thought, and I'm a bit crazy as well, so I did think, oh, I don't know how this is going to work, you know, is it going to be clashy, are we not going to have the same ideas? Mm. Um, but actually, it worked really well, and we both really worked well together, and his ideas sort of bounced off my ideas, and, and it was really nice, it was just, it was it was great experience to work with him. He seemed to literally buzz off you, though, like, I know it is on TV, but it it did come across like he just absolutely loved your ideas, loved your creativity, and just... Yeah. It just came across that way, so um, yeah, it was nice. really not, we just we just really clicked, and I think you know um, sometimes you click with people and sometimes you don't. You yeah. know, like, first of all, you know, I clicked with all the the judges on the panel because after meeting them sort of backstage and stuff, you get to know them a bit more, and yeah. actually, it's really nice. So, like, I found out that boy George is a Buddhist, okay. So we really clicked backstage, sort of talking about things like that, and. Paloma Faith, who was on there at the time, she said that she didn't really um, want to turn around for my blind audition because she couldn't really hear. She just didn't. She didn't really understand it. Right. To know her on a personal level, and as the show sort of went on, and I had the coaching from Will, I remember her saying to me backstage, "Oh my God, you know this is fantastic. I want to work with you as a writer and different things." Like so it was, and Ricky, you know as well. I worked with him doing some stuff with Will so it was um I've, I've really clicked with all of them and I just think it's really nice yeah um, that people actually saw the connection from me and Will definitely and each other's ideas um because we just really clicked and it was just it was just crazy really oh it's amazing though that you can um like they are just people at the end of the day aren't they you know and um my uh, my husband actually met ricky um years ago like in sheffield he used to work at hmv and then they came and did like a sign in and uh, yeah. he always says how nice he was like just really really nice guy um, yeah so i think it is it's really good so obviously that led you to i mean you did amazing in the voice didn't you when like you did like i think you well got a really good following from it and uh, yeah. you got to the final as well didn't you 
yeah, got to the final, um, which was like massive for me. It's, it's really funny because when you do something like The Voice, like a, a talent show, I've got really itchy nose. Yeah, when you do something like that, um, you sort of get to the first stage and in your head you think, oh, I just want to get a turn. And then you get your turn and you think, oh, now I just really want to win the battle. And every stage you get to, you sort of think, I just really want to get to the next round. Whereas when it got to the final, I was just so grateful to be even at that level. I was I was grateful to be at the live shows. So for me, getting through the three weeks of the live shows was just surreal. I was just sort of like, I can't, I can't believe that I'm still here and I, I'm actually in the final. Um, so being in the final for me was just like unbelievable and I was just so grateful that the public had obviously got behind me as well yeah so for me it, I didn't care about whether I won or whether I didn't or whether I come third fourth second wherever it was just like I've actually I've actually made a connection with these people for a long time you know and for me it's just it was sort of just I can't I can't believe that I've actually got them connections yeah and, and I actually do actually really get on with these people. So for me, it was, the final was amazing. And I loved my choices. Me and Will worked together on, on my song choices and everything else. Um, but in a way, I was sort of glad that I didn't win in a way. Because I don't know, it was just, obviously it would have been amazing to win. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I just was so grateful to be just at that point anyway. And obviously after that, then I got to work with Will and um, different people. So it was just, it, 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 I, in my own way, I just felt like I'd already won. I was just going to say that it's like you've won anyway. And um, I'm a bit of a believer of what's meant to be is meant to be. And uh, I do think that everything happens for a reason. I know that's really cliche, but... That is true. It's yeah. so true. That too. Yeah, and it obviously led to you then um touring with Will I Am and the Black Eyed Peas and oh my yeah. gosh, and I'm not just saying it, I actually do love the Black Eyed Peas anyway. Uh, so um yeah. how amazing would that have been to like tour with them? Yeah, in in so what I always say to like everybody is that like I just felt that it sounds a bit like oh I've won, but I, that's just how I generally felt like. I can me, imagine. <laughs> just meeting Will I Am and and having my gran and my mum and dad yeah. stuff meeting him was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, to then work with him in the studio and write with him and then and then go on to work with the Black Eyed Peas was just like a whole other level. It was just, I honestly, it just didn't feel. It just did not feel real. Like it was so crazy because I'd grown up listening to Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. And sort of, you know, singing his songs on the radio and things like that and thinking, oh, you know, like, oh, imagine working with him one day. And then it actually happened. It was like, is this happening? Or, yeah. you know, am I dreaming? Like, you know. It's crazy. And I, again, I believe in, like, law of attraction and all those kind of things. So, like, just hearing you say that, I can imagine, like, you're driving, or maybe not driving, but, like, listening along to the radio and then you're like, oh, I'd love to work with him one day. And then looking at it now, it's actually happened. So yeah. it's just, it's, it's crazy, crazy what you can attract into your life. And Honestly, it's really crazy. I'm a big believer of if you believe it, it can happen. Absolutely, so me, me too. Um, and being a Buddhist, you know, I I do believe that if you radiate positivity, it brings it back to you in the universe. Hundred so. percent. That's exactly what I'm. I'm not a Buddhist, but I do think I have a lot of um, those kind of beliefs um, because yeah. I well, I just think you've just 
got to really because the world can be such a negative place and you've got to really keep yourself and I know a lot of my listeners will be sick of me saying it but I've always been on about a strong mindset and a positive mindset and people think it's yeah. a bit sort of like pie in the sky and a bit oh stop with the positivity but you can't can you because it's so important you've got to keep really focused definitely and I think if you I mean I do get down days as I said of course I do everybody does but I think the more that you concentrate on that, the more that it brings you down. Do you know what I mean? So if you try and actually think, do you know what, I've got to be, I've got to be positive, and I've got yeah. to make the best out of this bad situation, um, then you know, at the end of the day, it will breed positivity. So uh, I agree, a hundred percent. I use exercise a lot to focus my mind because. I'm a bit of a stress head, so I know that like if I just run or or do some yoga, um, I try and meditate, but obviously I need to practice it a lot more. So I've been trying for years and I just cannot do it, uh, or not not long enough to have the impact I need it to have anyway. But I'll keep working on that one. <laughs> <laughs> do you meditate? We've been a Buddhist and stuff. Do you meditate? I don't meditate. No. No. I find it really hard to meditate. Oh, it's so I've hard. <laughs> short concentration span. Um, so like that sounds really um, contradictive because obviously I songwrite and I, I can work on that for hours and hours and hours but um, with like concentrating on something like meditation you have to really focus your mind and yeah. where my life is normally so busy I'm always thinking of like this and this and this and this and this and I can't let my mind be free yeah if that makes sense so I 100%. find it really difficult one of my best friends meditates like twice a day and I always say to him like I can't do it and he's like you can do it you've just got to really concentrate and I find it really difficult so I haven't I haven't even attempted it anymore. oh well I'm the same as you but I actually find like a bit like you I can home in on looking at skincare or doing a training manual and I literally am focused on that all day long and I don't like take my mind yeah. off it so I kind of think that is like a form of meditation when you are literally just thinking about that one yeah. thing you've yeah. focused your mind so I think that's my you're meditation about you're passionate about doing that whereas yeah. like don't get me wrong I, I would love to meditate but I don't think I'm so passionate about meditating I think yeah. I'm just I haven't I haven't got time <laughs> do you know what I, I mean know, I, I know what you mean yeah now to sit there and actually have time whereas as a Buddhist I chant so yes. I find time to do that which is kind of another form of that's like meditating isn't it? it's all it's all different but people find different ways of meditating yeah it's not meditating like you said you know it's it's it can be different things definitely I, I think so and whatever we have to do I think you know it's different for everyone isn't it but whatever whatever works for you is definitely. is good so um so um obviously you've oh you've done so many things um I don't want to run out of time but I want to talk to you about you've um, obviously gone to Ibiza you've recorded singles you've had um singles released on Spotify out in Ibiza you've done so many different things haven't you um yeah. so tell us a little bit about that because uh, you've worked with different DJs and all sorts yeah I've worked with loads and loads and loads of different people and um I've performed all over the world you know Asia um Europe everywhere it's just um crazy so for me it's sort of it's all a bit like a, a whirlwind yeah. like people say things to me sometimes and I think did I do that <laughs> it's like where did I fit that in <laughs> and I think, 
I must have just flew there for the day and then flown <laughs> back. Like, I remember this gig I did. Somebody asked me to do a festival in South Korea. And I remember thinking, I can't do it because I had a gig. Like, I had two days off and I had a gig either side. So it was like, I wouldn't be able to just fly out there and fly back. But these people in South Korea really wanted me to go. Um, like, they literally was like, we really want you to come. Like, we've there's an award ceremony and you've won an award. You wow. Have to come. And I remember thinking, I've never even been to South Korea. Like, <laughs> I don't even, I don't think anyone even knows me in South Korea, you know. Um, but in the end, I ended up taking it on. And it was such a whirlwind. I literally flew there, got off the plane, went to do the gig, got back on the plane and flew home. Wow. So it was like, um, it was it was really crazy. And... I remember thinking that was, did that actually, I remember waking up and thinking, did I just go to South Korea and not even experience it really? Do you know what I mean? Because I didn't even stay there the night, I didn't have a hotel or anything, I literally got off the plane, did the gig, went straight back to the airport, so it was just like literally in and out, but it was such a surreal feeling because it was, I remember being back on the plane and thinking, where am I and what am I doing? I was so jet lagged and just (laughs) extremely tired. But it was such an amazing gig. There was sort of like 5,000 people there. Wow. Um, and I'd won this Best Newcomer Award wow. in my career. <laughs> and it was like, I was on the plane sort of looking at this this award. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, what's happening to me? <laughs> Am I dreaming? Am I imagining this? So everything in my life is sort of like a big whirlwind. Yeah. So when people do ask me like, oh, you've, you've worked with these DJs and everything else, sometimes I go, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. Or, you know, because everything for me is just so dotted about. It's just, I try, and, and I am a workaholic, so I try and cram as much in as I actually physically can. Yeah. I get to the point of exhaustion. And sometimes I literally have to, like, I suffer with really bad migraines. Oh, okay. So for me, if I get over-exhausted, um, my head will just sort of explode and yeah. I'll have to say I'm really sorry I can't it's your body do. saying stop isn't it <laughs> no and the, my mum used to suffer them as well and so did my granddad so I know that they run in my family yeah. but I, I know that as soon as I feel that sort of coming on I have to just stop I can't do yeah. anymore and I actually got one I just recently did a tour with um, AJ Pritchard from Street uh, yeah I was I was on the tour and then um, we was on the tour bus and I remember waking up one morning and obviously we'd been quite intensely on this tour bus and going from venue to venue to venue. Like, you know, we travelled all up and down the country. Yeah. Um, from Scotland down to, you know, sort of like Northampton Way and things wow. like that. Um, and I remember waking up this morning on the bus and my head was just like pounding and I was like, no, I've got to do two shows today. Oh. Like, no, I can't have this headache. And I remember just like waking up, getting into the theatre, having a shower and literally laying on the floor and in a dark room, just being on my own for like a couple of hours before the, the sound check and stuff. And yeah. Thinking, oh, just, I've got to just sleep this off. And I, I get quite sick when I get these migraines. So I thought if only I could just like be sick and it might <laughs> keep my pressure off a bit, yeah. which in the end I managed to, I managed to ease off all the pressure in. Oh, that's good. I ended up doing the shows, so they was quite worried because we hadn't recorded a sick track, so there would have been no way, oh. there would have just been no singing. It would, like there was another singer there, he would have had to have covered all of my female parts because he was a male, so it would have been really, really hard. Yeah. But, yeah, like as soon as I get that feeling, I think I have to just... 
have to just stop. Yeah, at least they had, it's a good job they had you because, like you say, I can relate. I'm a workaholic as well, so I can totally relate to that. And in a way, it's probably a good job that you are like that because yeah. um, you don't want to let people down, so you just keep going, but you know that you need that time to recuperate and get your head in yeah. the game. It's really hard to say no. For me, I find it really hard to say no to, to anybody, you know. And for me, the hardest thing is I get asked to do a lot of charity events. Yeah. Um, and, you know... I, I am also, you know, a human as well, and I, I need to work and, and earn money for of course. my house and stuff as well. So there's only so many that I can do. Um, and I always manage to try and do around 70, 80 per year. Wow. Events. Um, so, like, you know, because I just believe that giving something back, and it makes me feel good to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, and I never take any money from the charity events. I always just go, go along there and perform and do them. Um, but I always find it hard to say no because you know I have the, I have a lot of people come to me with personal stories, and you know I just can't. I just they just say to me, oh, you know, it's you know my family member or a friend of mine or whatever. And I've had a lot of things go on in my life where I then relate it to myself, and I think I can't let these people down. I've got yeah. to go there. <laughs> I've got to perform. It's and, so um, hard when you hear the stories, isn't it? It's, to say it's no. So, <laughs> hard and I think you know at the end of the day that I, f I find it just difficult to say no to any work let alone that sort of work yeah. as well it, just, it really it gets to me so but then sometimes you've got to like you say you've got um you've got to earn a living at the end of the day you've still got bills but it's so good that you do so much because a lot of people don't do half what you're doing for charity no, I, just, so. I just love giving back as well like because I think a lot of these people that are asking me have probably supported me in the past yeah you know, on, on The Voice, on, on whatever TV show, and I just think, you know, I like to give back to people as well, and um, I'm actually running a competition at the moment on my Instagram. Oh, to, I just saw that. Yeah, to um, to give away a free performance to somebody that's unfortunately had to give up their event for this COVID thing. Oh, that's so nice. Or a party, or you know, anything that people are having. Um, I just wanted to give back to people. So I've, I've done a little competition on my Instagram. So, um, oh, sure so what do you need to do? Do you need to like and follow and share? Yeah, and... You just like the post, obviously be following me and then tag two friends that you think could benefit from the post as well. So like Brilliant. anybody that was having a party or like, um, you know, a wedding or anything like that, but mitzvah, whatever, it yeah. doesn't matter. It could be anything. So, um, Oh, that's so nice. I think somebody will really, really appreciate that. And We've I'll had be... quite a lot of entries. So I, I bet. I've got writing all the names out and then pick it out of a hat, haven't I, really? So. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, they do things online, don't they, where you can just enter all the names and then, like, the system will randomly pick one. That's what I usually do, because... Yeah, I do, I do like them things. I've never actually done one. Um, but I do think, I don't know, what if you miss a name? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I write them all out or print them all out, type yeah. them all out and print them and put them in a pot. I'm not going to miss any names because I'm going to properly go through. Yeah. There's a lot of names though, so I better start writing them out now. <laughs> I would. You'll need to um, hire someone. You'll have to outsource it to somebody. <laughs> You'll yeah. have that many. <laughs> yeah. So what was it like touring with um, AJ? Yeah, it was it was great. Um, AJ and his brother Curtis. Yeah. Um, they're really, really lovely, really lovely. Oh, I would say boys, but they're men, aren't they? Really? Yeah, <laughs> I've got it on boys. It's fine. Um, 
<laughs> no, but yeah, no, they're, they're really, really lovely and they made me feel really welcome. Um, they were, everybody on the tour, because there was um, quite a few dancers on the tour, they was all so, so friendly. And I think sometimes there's always a bit of like, oh, you know, what are people going to be like? But I'd like to think that I'm quite easygoing. So um, I always try and put that across to people that I think I'm quite easy to talk to and easygoing. Yeah. Um, so everybody on the tour, I just really got along with. And AJ and Curtis, they made me feel really welcome. Oh, they, that's good. They're really lovely and, and you know, complimentary. And, and they're fantastic themselves, you know. I think they're, they're planning to continue the tour in... I was going to say, did it have to stop because of COVID? Or... We had to stop, yeah. yeah. So it was part of the way through the tour. And um, we had to, unfortunately, stop because people had to get home and everybody was from there was from people from Wales on the tour you know I was from Essex there was people from all over the place so so they had to give the people opportunity to get home because I think they sort of thought we're going to go into lockdown so um, they had to give everybody the opportunity to to actually be allowed to get home yeah of course which we did so but it was such a shame you know everybody was crying because we had to cut it short it was really sad but it was it was amazing and the show was absolutely incredible you know the the dancing in the show was amazing um me and another singer dan we we was carrying the singing on the the musical side of it so it was just it was great it was great so hopefully they do get a chance to finish it off oh fingers crossed i hope i'm sure they will um yeah but, um, oh, well, uh, what uh, what things, other than the AJ, what um, other exciting things have you got coming up that you can share with us? So I've been working on my own music um, and I've written quite a lot of music, hoping to be releasing quite a bit of it. Yay. And, yeah, I've been working with a few different exciting people and, yeah, hoping that very soon that it gets released. But obviously we have to wait till we get out of lockdown because yeah, of to, to be able to do sort of um, photo shoots for the cover of yeah. the single and music videos and things like that, you know, we have to we have to wait. Um, so I think it's going to be a while, but, you know, I'm just going to continue to do my lives and hopefully keep people interacting with me. Oh, um, I'm sure you will. And uh, I love yeah. you. I've seen a, a couple of your lives, probably not live because I'm rubbish with people's lives, but um, yeah. I watch things after. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I'm sure that people are loving uh, watching you. So that's so exciting. And uh, yeah, I hope yeah they, I'm sure they are and I can't wait to uh, well obviously it's gonna be a while but I can't wait for your album to be released and stuff can you share anybody that you've been uh, working with or is it just top secret at the minute well it's not top secret but I just like to keep just people wait. surprised yeah, I, don't, no, but, um, I like you know I love working with loads and loads of different people um and I've been doing a few writing sessions while we've been in lockdown actually via zoom which is oh. it's great it's a great um platform to actually yeah. work people because you can interact with them and you can I could be here sort of listening to the music and writing a little bit and they could be there and it's it's really great so I've been doing that as well so I've been actually working with people through lockdown too um because I've had so much spare time I can actually just sit down and and you know work with whoever yeah um so yeah so I'm I'm gonna keep it all a bit of a surprise that's fine got to ask (laughs) haven't you just in case So um, we will uh, obviously we'll uh, I will let you go now. But um, just before we finish, uh, what top tips have you got to um, help people stay in a positive mindset? What sort of like things would you leave us with just to keep our mind in a good place, especially any time, but especially at the minute? Yeah, well, the, the things that I've been doing which have been helping me is I've been FaceTiming my family and friends. 
um, I feel that that's a really positive, uplifting thing because you can see them and you can have a chat, even if it's on a Zoom call as well. Yeah. Um, so that that keeps me uplifted because I know I can speak to them. I know they're safe and I know they're well. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. I would say try and be creative in some way. So whether it's cooking, whether it's baking, I love baking, um, whether it's writing a song, whether it's writing a poem, whether it's, you know, doing all different things, whether it's creating, you know, any sort of skincare yeah. brand or whatever, or or actually I've noticed that since being in lockdown, I've started a full-on skincare regime because Yay. I've got time to actually, you know, cleanse and tone and face mask and iPads and everything. Excellent, love it. <laughs> Yeah, so I've now realised that I've got all this time and actually my skin has never felt better. So I have to now keep it going what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, and I've got to mention, I absolutely love your chocolate. Oh, thank you. It's my favourite. <laughs> I've always loved it. Um, I haven't got any at the moment, so I might have to order oh, some. Oh, yeah, you'll have to order some. Um, I'm doing a, I'm, I'm doing a competition at the minute where people are doing, like, the chocolate selfies and stuff, and then we'll oh, send them into a competition, yeah, so uh, we'll have to get you on board. <laughs> it is the most amazing Mars. The first time I did it, I took it off, my face went a bit red, and I was like, help me, my face is red. <laughs> It was like it's normal, it's tingly and red. But oh my god, once I've done it, it smells amazing. I literally leave it on my skin, and when I wash it off, my skin feels so like squeaky clean. Yeah, I literally I love it. Oh, um, I, I actually think I've got some at my mum's house, but obviously I can't go there and no. get it. <laughs> She's probably used it all. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, no, I've noticed that um, doing a, a whole like skincare routine for me as well has has been really helping because obviously it does take time. Yeah. Um, but I've been actually really enjoying it and seeing the results on my skin. I've actually noticed like I have to do this now. Like I think when I'm you see results, it makes you carry on, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're on a tour and stuff, for me, I always find it really difficult to keep a skincare like regime going. Yeah. Because I'm on the go all the time, so I'm thinking, I'll just grab a pack of wipes and I'll just scrub it all <laughs> off. It's the worst thing. And I know. I'm quite lucky, touch with that my skin's always been quite good. Um, I did used to suffer when I was about 15, 16 with like a little bit of like under the skin spots and stuff. Yeah. Um, which occasionally I do still get, you know, everybody's human. But um, I've noticed since actually doing this full-on skin, like, cleanse, tone, moisturise, serum, all this stuff, I'm like, I'm a new me. I've got to carry <laughs> on with skincare. Like, it's great. And my mum's always drummed into me since I was, like, 13. You should be cleansing and toning and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, right, mum, I haven't got time. <laughs> but actually seeing the results, it's actually really helped me. So, like, I would say that's another thing to add to it. Yeah. Um, I would say try and avoid watching tv all day long i agree um, because you know look we all love to watch tv don't get me wrong but when it comes to a night time and you do actually want to watch tv you're so bored of it i noticed this in the first week i was sort of sitting there watching you know the chase and countdown and like <laughs> everything was on and it got to about six o'clock and i'd think i don't want to watch any more tv now what am i going to do in the evening yeah. do you know what i mean so um i would try, say try and avoid tv till like the evening time because yeah. then you you look forward to watching something rather than watching it all day and then you're sitting there thinking I'm so depressed because all I've done is sit here watching yeah 
it keeps that routine as well, doesn't it? So if you're sort of yeah. like doing something work-wise or productive in the day and then yeah. at night, so it's like... So it keeps going for like long walks is like really great and it makes you feel uplifted because, yeah. you know, even though you're walking, you know, you sometimes you see people and you might give them a little wave across yeah. the street. Makes you feel good, and yeah. then you're also getting in your exercise at the same time, so it's it's helping you stay fit and healthy. Um, so yeah, I would just say try and keep your brain active during the day. Um, that's been helping for me. Yeah, um, just doing different bits, and and you know even like cleaning the house, and you know. <laughs> clearing different things <laughs> i've just moved house so the first couple of weeks i was still unpacking boxes oh wow. i moved and then i went straight on tour so right. i was thinking you oh, know this is great I've, i'm in lockdown for three weeks <laughs> i pack all my stuff now and actually get everything out yeah um so that was sort of helping me and putting different bits away and having a clear out and doing whatever you know just keeping your mind active really yeah decluttering is definitely a good one as well isn't it like to chuck stuff away it's like declutters your mind I think <laughs> I know but it stresses me out sometimes I like pull a cupboard out and then I think oh this can take me ages just <laughs> <laughs> it, it back yeah like get it back <laughs> in <laughs> I'm like yeah I cleared that cupboard really neat and tidy and then it looks like you've done it and you're like oh it's fine it's <laughs> yeah, all at the back <laughs> just put everything back in there. <laughs> But it's wasted an hour because you pulled it all out. So, crazy. Anything to keep us busy. A hundred percent. But I would definitely say, you know, I, I mean, I laugh about it, but obviously try not to waste your time as well because, yeah. you know, time is precious and, you know, we don't all know how long this is going to go on for. Yeah. And so try and make good use of your time. That's what I would say. Sounds perfect. So thank you so much for coming on today. I've really loved speaking to you. Um, thank you for having me. No problem at all. Thank you. Thank you.